Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast, a drink and an unedited, unplanned chat about film. In episode one, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Cha-Cha Real Smooth and Death Becomes Her. How are you? I'm alright mate, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to keep any conversation to a minimum with you up to this point. But I feel a bit self-conscious now we're actually recording. Yeah, me too. Um, Beer, we've got some (laughs) beer. I may as well introduce, this is the first one. Go on. Um, What What are we doing here, Gareth? So we decided to get together once a month just to talk about what we've been watching. It's all we can tolerate, really, I think. Like, if any more than once a month... I think we'd end up falling out. A bit rude. Sorry. I, I, I've spent a lot of time with you. I you going to say, I quite like you. <laughs> no, I've spent a lot of time with you, but I do actually agree fundamentally. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, once a month's enough, and we see each other at cinema. Exactly. So, you know, we don't want to go mad. Exactly. Um, and we like a drink sometimes. Yes. Soft or hard, you know, we need yeah. it to live. So, um. On this occasion, though, I brought beer, but we thought we'd have a chat about films or whatever we've watched. It's just a drink and a chat about film. Yeah, yeah. Light-hearted. Anything, do you want to add anything to that? Or? No, not really. Anything goes, really. Uh, hopefully, future episodes, we'll get some guests on, see what they've been watching as well. Just mm-hmm. what, what, are we, what are we watching in the month just gone? So we're talking about June. June, yeah, because it's the end of June. It is the end of June, yeah. You're, well, releasing this start of July, I guess. We are, yeah. And this isn't like just new stuff. We anything. might talk about anything. We've anything watched. goes. That's the thing. Yeah, it is now, yeah. <laughs> That's a song. What is it? <laughs> anything goes. It's a musical, isn't it? I think so, yeah, which is probably why I don't know it. Yeah. What beer have you bought? I've brought along uh, a brewery who are 20 minutes walk down the road from me. Round Corner Brewery. Probably no. a few hours cycle from me. Yeah, yeah. A few hours. Or a half hour drive from you. Or a half hour drive. Melton Mowbray, which is Round Corner. And they do, they're not like a, a real ale type of shindig only. It's lagers, IPAs, um, Irish Stout. So I've got six here. We're going to have two each. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, got to be respectable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're all different. So it's really... Um, I can talk you quickly through what we've got. Go we've on, got go a, a hazy lavender wit beer. Hello. That's quite nice. Well, they're all nice. I don't have to comment on that. Um, Jandals and Togs, which is a super session pale ale, 3.5%. So, you know, a bit on the lower side. Yeah. But that is a very cool can. Yeah. It's yeah. orange and blue. And we've got a Irish Stout Hazy Vermont IPA. It's got IPAs, a lager. And this is Baltic Porter, which is a hefty 8.2%. So you probably... I'll probably stay clear of that, that one. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'll have yeah. that when you've gone. Um, but what would you care for? I'm liking the look of that orange and blue one. Yeah. The one that was lower. But that, I mean, that's probably the safest option. Yeah, I'm going to go for... responsibly. The Irish Stout. Reverend Hooker. What did you call me? <laughs> you heard. <laughs> right. I'm going to turn the game down on this. So keep peeking. Oh, you keep peeking. I'm not very loud. Um, right, pour in. Pour in up. So what have you been up to? Uh, I went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers last week, last weekend. And? They were great. Supported by Thundercat and uh, ASAP Rocky. Uh-huh. I really like Thundercat. I'm not a big ASAP Rocky fan. You've got a coaster there. I have got a coaster right here, yeah. But I I've respect got, wood. I've got a bit of a... <laughs> okay, that's a bit early in the podcast. It's a... It's a reference. If you do not, if you don't know, you don't know. I, I don't think I do. Yeah. No. It's Kirby enthusiasm. It? Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he gets yeah. annoyed with people right. who don't use a coaster because they don't respect wood. Right. Okay. I feel uncultured now. Cheers. So, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Right. Anyway, yeah, chili like peppers. That. You were saying chili peppers. Yeah, it was um really good. However, I've got an anecdote for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stood facing facing the stage. Yeah. As you know, the probably the right way to face a concert. You yeah. can face the other way if you want, but I wouldn't. And then there's three people in front of us, you know, all through they're being quite emotional, they're hugging, they're crying at some points, they're being really emotional through the gig. And um 
they had this like bottle, this small bottle. It looked like an aftershave bottle mm-hmm. with a cork in the top of it. And it was like painted all stained glass. And they kept kissing this bottle and holding it in the air and hugging it. And I was like, and I started to think, I think there might be ashes in this bottle. Uh. So then, but I didn't really say anything. And I was there with my dad and my brother. And a bit of, a, a bit on the way, my dad said, I think there might be a relative in that bottle. And I was like, I think you might be right. A few minutes later, my dad goes, they've got, they've got it in their hands. They're holding it. I was like, what? I was like, no, they're not. He was like, they are. They're holding oh, it. I was like, no, they're not. He was like, they are. <laughs> Next thing you know, they've chucked the ashes onto us. <laughs> Mainly onto my dad. And we're in a, like, <laughs> we've had, dad had had a cucumber sandwich thrown his way about five minutes ago. And this made that seem <laughs> better. We were just covered in ashes. It was all in dad's hair, like. Uh, we got back after the concert about half one in the morning and I've never had a shower so late because we were just like, oh my God. But how weird, how bizarre. I'm just imagining your dad covered in um, ashes and cucumber. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's a horrible combination. Not a good combination. Luckily, the cucumber was mainly in the like back vicinity and the ashes were kind of the front. So when he got home, he was just covered in stuff. Well, we'd like, we all froze for a second, like, what the hell? And then they continued to have their emotional moment. So yeah. I was like, well... We can't have a go at them. Like, what, what do we... So then we just started, like, brushing it off ourselves, like, quick, 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 get rid of all this. And then when we were walking in the tube... Oh, when we were walking in the tube later, Dad took his sunglasses off his head and there was just a line of it mm. along the top of his... The line of someone's grandmother. Yeah. Or, I don't... They didn't... They were, like, a mix of ages. I think it was someone they worked with uh. who loved the chili peppers. They decided to go and... But, you know, for what I've watched in June, that's the one with the best story. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't w- top that. I wasn't asking you to. No, but I can't. I'm just telling you that. Yeah. The rest of the podcast is going to seem yeah, insignificant. Yeah, yeah. We've for peaked. Anec- we anecdotes, anyway. Yeah. I might come up with something as we go along. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, chilli peppers <laughs> were good. Chilli peppers were good, yeah. They, um... Their second half was better than the first half of their set. But I mean, they're all, I didn't realise really until after how like three of the members are 59 or 60. And they've still like, Chad Smith, the drummer, is insane. He's so good. What's the lead singer called again? Andrew. Andrew. Well, (laughs) (laughs) he was on uh, Sunday brunch. Yep. And he's not a very good guest to have on. Oh, really? Was he a bit moody or? Well, no, he's just a bit weird and giving weird answers. Right. And it just made the whole thing a bit awkward. Yeah. Simon Rimmer, he was when a bit like... They're awkward anyway. That's what... That's, yeah. I mean, that's Sunday Brunch's charm. But when they're awkward anyway... And they're giving weird answers back. What can you do as, as a person interviewing? I don't know. Who's the best, like... Who's the best person on Sunday Brunch? If you see someone on Sunday Brunch, you're like, oh, I'm sticking in here. Um, I like the artist guy that comes on now and again. Got his book. What well, beyond me? Is that where you're just No, well, you're... somewhere there. Right. Sorry, I didn't think you'd be that keen to see it. <laughs> um, oh, who? That's a good question, actually. Some comedians are pretty good. James Acast is always good because it's yeah. always his birthday. Is it? Yeah, every time he goes on, it's, they, for like the first three times, they sang happy birthday to him or gave him a cake or something, and then they can't done. They're like, hold on. <laughs> it can't be a birthday every time. Yeah. yeah, but you get the odd ones that are trying too hard. And then, um, I can't think is, is basically what my answer is. Okay. But yeah, James Acaster. I like the t- bit, the biscuit thing. I don't think they're doing that at the minute. No. Uh, but, I don't know, how do we get onto this? Oh, Red Hot Red Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't so thanks for the question, I couldn't answer. That's, um, yeah, that's Sorry, fine. I couldn't answer it. No, don't worry. Um, but we, what we're here to talk about <laughs> is... Unbelievably, uh, is not... Not just that. Um, what we've done is created a list of things we've seen. We've both in this, and we I have. don't know what Alice has seen all month. It could be anything, uh, hopefully TV and film. Yeah. Um, but that was a good anecdote. Thanks, Alice. But we're no going to send it. I've not seen it. I'm going to send it now. I'm gonna send uh, what am I doing? Just sending a copy? I'm just copying. I'm gonna, yeah. Copying my list and Alice, sending it to you. Barthorpe. Or are you are you sharing an oh no, I think, we've, I think we've done the, <laughs> I think we've done the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Now 
What I wanted to point out is the difference between you and I. I uh-huh. From my observations over the years, you're obviously 10 years younger than me. How old are you? 34. 11 years younger than me, mm-hmm. which plays a factor. Um, I'm not very good at names. You're very good at names. Thank as you. in actors' names, um, directors' names. But that being said, we had a conversation last month about like how actors are more important to yeah. my view of a film than yours. I couldn't get that. No, that's not 100% true. Um, but also, you use fancy words like uh, auteur, which I had to Google when you first sent it uh-huh. to me. Things or like that. their well, which apparently doesn't exist. Well, you say their well as if you were to say, there we are. Yeah, but apparently... Or, oh, well. No one says their well. No, they don't. I said it earlier, I was explaining to someone... I was like, oh yeah, Gareth took the mick at me because I say they're well all the time. Apparently not, that's not a word, but they're well. I literally signed the <laughs> sentence up with they're well. And did they agree? It's not a thing? They were like, yeah, yeah, I've never heard that before. I just thought it was something you knew. Yeah, no, it's just you. Yeah. But they're well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I've now got the list in front of me that you yeah. watched. Do you want me to just pick this apart or? Just, yeah, pick what, what, I mean, what are you noticing? I'm noticing you've got, uh, Britain's Got Talent in there. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not, well, it's, you know, you do you, mate, but I, uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not either. In fairness, it was only the final. Um, the other thing about you is obviously you have a separate podcast. I do, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Which is, uh, do you want to plug it? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's called Talk About. Yeah. Uh, it's with me and my good friend, Gwillem. Yeah. And we talk about all sorts. And because of that, we watch... Loads of films. Loads of films so for it, yeah. The the list here is reflecting some of the episodes. Yes, yeah. Right, like David Fincher. Uh-huh. That's the right one. Is that the right name? Yeah, that's, that's the first yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, well And things like that. So that stands out to me, first of all. So you've yeah. got... Um, 500 Days of Summer, which we talked about on Talk About. We did, yeah, yeah. Because that's one of his picks. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Zodiac, which I guess you've watched for that, did you? That's a bloody brilliant film. Have you ever seen it? Don't think so. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, just an incredible, incredible film. I was, I think that's possibly the best thing I've watched this month. Really? To jump, like, straight onto that, but... It's, so what's it about? It's about uh, the Zodiac killer and uh, this this person who kills people and they don't really know who they are and they keep the Zodiac killer keeps like in uh, messaging this messaging the press and trying to find out more from the press and uh, um, I don't get kind of a a bit of publicity. He, he wants the fame as as this person's doing it and but it it cuts like. The whole thing starts with one of his kills. Yeah. Which is so good. Like, just uh, has a kill as, like, a separate scene and then goes into everything, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, I'm just bringing this up on Letterboxd. Uh, and you're giving it five stars. Yeah, I did, yeah. Full full five smackers. Bloody hell. Yeah. Not seen it. So is it on Netflix? Prime? It, it's on one of them. I can tell you it's on Netflix and Prime. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just on the app, but you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I picked uh, out of random yeah. your favourite film of the month. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, it's it's excellent. I mean, David Fincher's good. I, I like don't know him. really who he is. So he's... This is the this is where the differences come in. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're very knowledgeable with this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Well, it's... It, <laughs> go on. It's the guy who does Fight Club, Seven, uh, yeah. Zodiac, Benjamin Button... Uh, Gone Girl. He's like we spoke about it on Talk About. He's like the king of the thriller. So he um, has uh, this kind of dark way of telling a story. It's always very dark. It's always very tense. He uses very wide angles on everything because, as thrillers should, he wants you to kind of have a passive view of everything. He wants you to just be there watching it and kind of solving everything because often it's a crime or a mystery. Mm-hmm. You're solving it as you go along. So that's who he is. And he's he's great. You've used a phrase I wouldn't use there: passive view of everything. Uh huh. This is another example of the difference. <laughs> uh huh. Right. Well, just, just, wait until I mean, you, just wait until you ask something about you. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, 
No, he, like, David Finch is good and people will love him for, like, Fight Club and Seven and all of those. But I find him a bit... I don't know, pretentious isn't the right word, but just the way he goes about things, I find it a bit slow and a bit... He kind of does it as his own pace. He, it never feels like he's aware there's an audience, which some people obviously like. Mm-hmm. But with Zodiac... It's fully like he's made it for for people to work out and to like just get engrossed in it. So I'm gonna watch it. I I would. I'll if put I it on my list now. In fact, while you uh, you pick something in mind. Well, well, I was gonna bring up something that you've seen that I've not, which is Death Becomes Her, because you were talking about that. You were perhaps gonna have a cinema view of it, but then you didn't. Death Becomes Her. Yes. So I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> Um, yeah, Death Becomes Her is excellent. And what happened was um, they did a, a re-release, which is a couple of days ago, I think, um, because it was, what's 1992, 30 years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was going to go, I got a ticket on Odeon, but dates didn't work out. I was in London, I think. Gutted. Yeah. But was- the, the positive of that is that someone's got to the cinema... And your seat next to them was empty, so they had a bit more room to spread yeah, out. Yeah, I think there's only one, one ticket sold. But oh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, someone might have taken my seat. You never know. Never know. Um, so it's on Netflix, and it has in it quite star cast. Meryl Streep, Bruce Huge. Willis, yeah. Goldie mm-hmm. Horn, and some other people I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I feel like you saw the top three names and were like, yeah. this is a huge cast. And then... At the third one, it was like the list was going to continue, but then you were like, well, I did yeah, the last name I went, like I was going to say next to him, yeah, Goldie yeah, Horn. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, otherwise I'd have You've gone, gone Goldie, Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn. Yeah. I went Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn. And Isabella Rossellini. She's, so, the only reason I knew that is, is because she's mentioned in Friends. She's in Incredibles 2. She's in uh, Enemy. I don't know what that is. Anyway, Isabella's not the main. She's, um, no, she's, Turns out, right, okay. Death Becomes a... I'll just read out... Well, basically... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, and I can't 100% remember. Um, but it's about a woman who uh, is losing some of the... You know what? I'm going to just read the thing out, because I'm not very good at describing. This is what I mean, Ennis. This is... I'm with you. Madeline is married to Ernest, who was once arch-rival Helen's fiancé. After recovering from a mental breakdown, Helen vows to kill Madeline in a steal-back and steal-back Ernest. Unfortunately for everyone, introduction of a magic potion causes things to be a great deal more complicated than a mere murder plot. Sounds crazy, right? I'm really glad you read it because... I couldn't have described that. You couldn't have got the, like, the, the highs and lows that that little synopsis had there. From now on, I'm just reading these okay. because I cannot... It's comedic for me to try and explain it. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, quite, I, I think I'd quite enjoy it. Um, there's Every line in this is pretty much quotable. Um, I think it's one of Meryl Streep's best, if not her best. I'm not a big fan of Meryl Streep. I'm not either, so don't worry. Am you I, said that like you were like, I think Ellis is going to hate me, but no. I, I wasn't actually, but the first thing I saw of hers was Mamma Mia. Same. But she's got this cocky, like, I'm having a great time in Greece. Yeah, 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 yeah. But her older stuff, I love. Actually, I think the first thing I saw her in was a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah, so when she's... With, um, she's good in that. Yeah, yeah, she's good in that. That's a good film yeah. with, I mean, Jim Carrey. He's like, he like changes the way he looks for that film. It's so yeah. good. It's a shame there wasn't a sequel of that. Yeah, because there's like 27 books or yeah, something really. There but there's so. a series... Have you seen the series? No. I know it's got Patrick Warburton in it, who's uh, Kronk in Emperor's New Groove, mm-hmm. or Joe Swanson in Family Guy. Um, and then Bruce Willis is one of his, one of my favourite his, I think. Oh, really? Because he plays a really good comedy part. Um, if you th- Sorry if you can hear my cat, by the way. He's meowing at the door. He's having so, a good time. He's meowing at the door. <laughs> um, going into it, though, if you think it's just not going to be wacky just make sure you just know this is going to be a bit weird right and okay. over the top and you'll have a great time yeah um, nice. I gave it a four I think four out of five four mm-hmm. I respect that uh, Bruce Willis is one of the leads in it yeah 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's earnest. Okay. Because I was trying to think the other day, like, I was looking through his films, and I've seen a lot of his, like, leading roles in it, really. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen that one, so maybe it's one I need to... It's one you need to, yeah. yeah. I think, looking at my list, it's probably one of my favourite of the month, actually. I was having a look at, on Now TV, and it said, White Elephant, which is the newest Bruce Willis film on Now TV, because there's loads of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be the last. I'm not sure whether he's recorded any more before he's announced that he's yeah, stepping know. back. But um, if it's a choice between White Elephant or Death Becomes Her, I think I'll go Death Maybe Becomes Maybe go Her. Death Becomes Her, yeah. yeah. 1992, 30 years. Why, why not watch it now? What else came out 30 years ago? Uh, Batman Returns. Tim Burton? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all I know. Because um, they did a thing in Empire, didn't they? <laughs> oh, yes, they did, yeah, 30 years. Reservoir Dogs. Aladdin. Yeah. Home Alone 2. You're getting this information quick. Do you, you can now get that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Army of Darkness came out in 1992. Who? The uh, Evil Dead, the third one in oh, the trilogy. Yeah. Which is great. I haven't seen it. Wayne's World. Oh, yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Muppet that. Christmas that was, Carol. You missed that reference there. Uh, I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done. I got that one, though. I understood it, whereas the last one, the last reference you made, the Curb Your Enthusiasm one, way over Way over my head. Yeah. Anything else? Or? Alien 3, uh, Unforgiven. I mean, there's some good, but Reservoir Dogs is the best of that year, I think. Yeah. No, it's Sister Act was 92. League of Their Own. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, is probably better though. Have you seen the second one? I've not seen the second one. Get off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just say get out, but I do Get actually. off. <laughs> you didn't want me to I leave, need, you just wanted me to get yeah, off the chair. I need you to stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get off. Uh, get out of town. Because it's got Lauren Hill in it. Huge. And that's all you really need to know. Yeah, Because that, it's such do. a good... Uh, and she's an up-and-coming star at that point. It's joyous. Joyful, joyful. I don't know if that's in the first one. Lord, we adore thee. I don't think that is in the first one. I can't I remember. Second. I've not seen... It's the, the same one, premise, yeah. but she's back in the habit. Literally. Both ways. Question. Why didn't they call it Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit? That's they what they did call it. it. Oh, right, yeah. It's <laughs> a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. You looked at me with like all sincerity. Then like that's what they did call it. You put, get out, <laughs> get off. And this beer, by the way, is very nice. After you, <laughs> I'm gonna look at it again. So Jandals and Togs. Yeah. Sublime biscuity Vienna, and a word that I don't even care to pronounce. Malts. Balance some serious hot side topping. Hopping. But there's a lot of words in that that I just don't really understand. But it, the result is a soft and deliciously fruity aroma and gentle bitter finish. And you know what? I'd agree with that. Passion fruit, peach and orange. So I've got a couple of things to talk about with you on this list. Go on. Now I'm, I've got over the excitement of seeing it for the first time. One uh, is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. What, what do you think? Uh, uh, there's some really great moments in it, aren't there? Like, um, I mean, it's often the Obi-Wan and Darth Vader moments. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. They're so cool. And like, I didn't know I cared about what was going on with Leia in between, but I did. I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. But I found like the structure of it quite slow. Um, I don't know. I think it was held together by those nostalgic meetups. Basically, but it it was good and I enjoyed it. But it's not quite the Mandalorian. I don't think. Yeah, I see why you think that. So I'm gassy now because yeah, yeah, the beer didn't think this through, did I see why it's a problem. (laughs) Um, Uh I loved it because of the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it. I love that element of it, yeah. Um, and I found, actually, the pacing better. The thing I, I don't like about The Mandalorian is that it definitely follows a, an episodic structure. He, he, something, he's in trouble. 
then he does something fancy to get yeah. out of trouble. It's always like someone in a town comes up to him and goes, if you help us kill this yeah, creature... we've got a then, problem. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. God, yeah, I'm, he's like, oh. I'm really hot because I've got this mask on. <laughs> he's like, now you're telling my me. green friend, can you look after him for the day? <laughs> it's exactly it. That's it. And yeah. then the green friend's like... Mm. Yeah, and then- the green friend eats something, yeah. and then at the end he's like, come on, let's get out of here. And then it's them in their ship. And then there's the animated stuff in the credits. Yeah, really, yeah. Which yeah. looks really which good. Which is, yeah, great. But I caught, the second series started to break that. Yeah, and yeah. then Boba Fett, the best bits were Mandalorian anyway. Yeah. Which is well known now. Mm-hmm. But with Obi-Wan, I, they consciously seem to change the style of even like the opening credits and all, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Which what I love. Go on. When the Disney Plus thing comes on, and then it does that thing where it has the lights go over all the characters. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, looks yeah, so it's cool. cool. Like the lightsabers. It's, yeah, yeah. It's my favourite bit. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a diff- slightly different style, but I feel like it was working towards something. You can almost play it as a film. Yeah. It's my prequel problem. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the only prequel to ever uh, be against the grain and to keep me excited are the Star Wars prequels. Because they're their own story, so you still don't know who's going to survive by the end of it. You could have a guess, but you don't actually know. In this, we know that Obi-Wan Kenobi goes on to be in A New Hope. We know that Darth Vader goes on to be in A New Hope. And although there's new characters, it still left me like, okay, well, I know that like this fight that is so cool and it's creating loads of nostalgia actually, in the end, will mean nothing because... They both survived by then. However, that being said, there were little lines in there that I won't say because I don't want to spoil spoil it, but there were little lines in there. Um, for example, the use of Darth. I think I could say that. The use of Darth changes everything in A New Hope. Uh, and there's bits in there that change Obi-Wan's relationship with Luke, just lines that are said. So I really liked it for that. It made me want to do a rewatch again. And it'll be really good for people who've never seen it to do it in episode one, two, three, yes, four. Yes, yeah, yeah. Fill the gap. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, that final... I'm not going to say anything about the final episode, but... Was, but it was good. I was gripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was very But because good. of that fan service thing, I was just excited to be part that it was happening. I think that's it. I think everyone's wanted it to happen. So the fact that it was, it was like kind of unbelievable. I reckon a Yoda series. What were we saying? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. But yes, so- I've never thought about the constant there because I've thought about a Mace Windu series because mm. Samuel L. Jackson's like, get me back. But a Yoda one makes a lot more sense, doesn't Everyone it? Everyone wants to see Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just six episodes of him chilling on Dagobah and just <laughs> <laughs> hoping that someone comes along to give him a piggyback. He could come on this podcast and he could, talk yeah. about what he's been yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Can you do a Yoda impression? Oh. Is that uh, <laughs> yeah? Th- what what can't he says everything backwards? Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, beer you want? <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, you sat. You know Marge's sisters in. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. more like that. To be honest, uh, you um, go on then. Are you going to do yours? No, no, mine's terrible. I'm well, sure. Too late. Uh, you have to do it now, don't you? <laughs> That's Welsh. Beer you want? Getting there. I looked up at you and you at first I was like oh there's promise that was okay and then your hand turned over and you did some weird okay, like uh, wasn't so good. not not so sure yeah so we're nearly at the halfway mark uh huh so another I've beer to, is that got, what you were going to say another beer <laughs> and I we, this isn't a feature that we've thought about but I'm just going to do it because go on just to have a bit How of exciting. a break first off what beer are you going to have do you know what I think about frisbee all the time. So I'd just I'd like a frisbee, yeah. The lager, go for it. Yeah, it's so good. I'm going to, um, this might make the podcast go south, but I'm going to have the 8.2% Baltic Porter. Love it. Because we're always all about the quality content. We are, yeah. yeah. I think the most quality is going to be when we start one of these things Drunk. completely shit-faced, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be episode two. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That was the other thing about the uh, Star Wars thing, because episode... Because they're all called episodes. Yeah. I'm about to watch episode four, and it made me think, oh, no, hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, What's this feature you're thinking of then? It's a half-time question. Go on. Just to break things up. Go on. My question to you is, you're at the cinema. What are your go-to snacks? 
Actually, yeah, that's part one. Part two, what would be your dream cinema snack if you could introduce it in the Alice... To be the uh, norm at a cinema. Multiplex. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, first part of the question, go-to snacks. Um, I love when I can go to the cinema and I can get nachos. Yeah. And what I mean is, I wouldn't go after I've had my dinner and then get nachos. Cheers. Cheers. Um... Oh, there it is, that frisbee lager. Um, We're not being paid for this, by the way. No, no, Fuck not it. at all, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, na- when I go to the cinema and can have nachos, I'm like, yes. But... What dips? So I go two, two salsa. Two, you double salsa. And a hot cheese. Because the guac, I always find it a bit... A bit, I like guac, but I always find it a bit lumpy at the cinema. Mm-hmm. So I go for two salsa because salsa is my favourite and hot cheese. Double what salsa. about you for nachos? Uh, Just one of dips, each. One of each, yeah. Double salsa. I'd be sick of it after. Because they're quite deep pots. I like to go salsa. Bit of cheese every now and then, but mainly salsa. Then when that first one's done, cheese. And then if there's any left... I'll scrape with the salsa because usually I'll be able to demolish a salsa and cheese with just the nachos I've got. Yeah. So I don't actually need a third one. But you get a third one. Yeah. If I get guac, then... So if you're going to have another dip, what would it be? Barbecue? No. No. Refried beans? Mmm, that's not a bad idea. Maybe just nicer guac. I mean, oh, that, would, yeah. that would be fine. Sour cream? Because mm. mm. often in cinemas they do like garlic and sour cream. I'm like, no, just give me standard, bog standard sour cream. Um, but I'm a sweet popcorn man as well, which you're sweet. I am. I like a su- sweet and salted, but yeah. in the cinema, you can't, they ne- they don't mix it. It's just like one layer, the other. layer, layer. So you yeah. want to have half a sweet half. That's not what I want. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, I'm a sweet, sweet mm-hmm. popcorn boy. And then what was your second question? If I could. If when I, I could add a snack, make the, make yeah. it the norm. When I went to Australia, just before you answer that, mm-hmm. it was butter popcorn. You couldn't get any other. So I think we're quite privileged in this country yeah, to, to have, have two. The choice. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so if we're in multiplex Alice, yeah. what, what are we talking? Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Imagine if you can go to the, go to the till yeah. and get a scoop of pasta... And then you can choose your sauce. You've got a tomato and basil one. You've got a creamy white one. And you've got maybe a maybe a spicy one or something. Pasta, pasta, pasta. And then you can have toppings as well. You can have some cheese on there. Maybe some jalapenos or olives. Um, I'd say keep it all veggie. But, you know, there might be some people who are like, get chicken in there. But you could, you know, the old your oyster way, really. But pasta. You're a psychopath. Pa- what? <laughs> Why am I a psychopath? Imagine in a dark in... cinema, yeah. you're saying to me, what kind of pasta, actually? Which, what kind? Penne. Right. Uh-huh. You're telling me, dark cinema, like, pick, you see me eating popcorn. It's everywhere. I'm covered in it. Like I've not seen with... you eating popcorn. I've seen you sweeping it off your top. <laughs> you see, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Imagine that with a Arabiata sauce. Yeah. There's, no, there's a no-go. Go in your white t-shirt. But you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Well, yeah. I think it's probably easier to eat than nachos, though. Because nachos, I'm always like, oh, bollocks. And then yeah, I've but got at least a... you can scoop with a nacho. Yeah, you can so scoop with a You've got nowhere to nacho, go with yeah. pasta if it no. falls off. No, that's true. Anyway, so, that's... Uh, the well, thing. I'd say pasta. I didn't think I'd get, you know, abused for my answer. I'm just... Well, what, what would you pick? Have um, you given this thought, or...? No, you answered very quickly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's like, that's what you want. Yeah, um, yeah. They do hot dogs, don't they? That's a good shout. Yeah, hot dogs are great. A burrito. Because it's all in one. Hold on. <laughs> Burritos are like the messiest thing to eat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean don't pick it, but I'm just saying your pasta argument is void. Yeah, if I pick burrito. If you pick burrito. All that food's quite messy, really, when you think about it. Wedges? Mm. They don't do wedges, do they? Not that's at the Odeon. No. No. Wedge is a good, a good shout. Yeah. Because that's like a pick. You want a pick and go. Yeah. Or oh, pizza. Pizza. Oh. Surely cinemas do that. Some cinema. Yeah. At this one in Melton, they do. They do. They do now and again, like they have a pizza night. Right. Okay. Um, Good shout. Yeah. 
I don't know what you thought about that new feature. That I liked it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There one. we go. I mean, we're not going to be able to do it next time, because I think my answer no, will be the same. But... A different question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like it, yeah. It's yeah. a half-time question. Half-time question. Anyway, um, back to the list. Yeah. Uh, you pick one, because I did LB1. Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Because it's a new film. It has come out this month. Uh, you watched it, and your review made me want to watch it. Thank you. It's on uh, Focus Film... Focusfilms.online mm-hmm. and it's so good like I for, for a lot of it I thought I'm going to five star this I'm going to five star this I love it and then it just kind of I think like the story choices it makes are great because they're realistic and they're true to the rest of it but I wanted it to go another way I think that's why I viewed it differently I but, thought you weren't going to like it I can I tell you why yeah you said <sighs> Uh, because some of the plot points, um, I thought you might have fundamentally disagreed with the way that the male character, what's his name? Played by Cooper Rife, Rife. Andrew. Yeah. Some of his choices were like, he, he's young and foolish, right? So he might sleep with someone he shouldn't and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I... Because uh, I re- sometimes <laughs> that can twist you to, oh, actually, I don't... Agree. It was more the plot choices at the end just the way the story went, because you want it to go a certain way and it doesn't. Yeah. That that made me go. It just left me feeling a little bit unsatisfied. That's which why is I why it. I didn't five star it. That's why I liked it, because it was real. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, yeah, that's happened. what I'm saying. It was real and um, I appreciate that. Without spoiling too much, the relationship he has is with a um, woman who's older than him. Yeah. And usually... Although she a, doesn't look at it, does no. she? Like, they don't look like they're... No, but um, in a normal, like, coming of age or someone, if that happened in a film, usually, it would be a bit more, like, all roses and it'll all work out in the end type of thing. But it brings in a really, because I'm probably her age, Mm -hmm. I kind of think that's how I think. That's the part of the life I'm in. Um, Because I'm getting married That's super interesting because I'm a bit older than what he's meant to be. Yeah. Although the actor's older than me. Um, and I've really related to a lot of stuff that he was saying and doing, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. Well, that's why I liked it so much, yeah. because it had that and not all yeah. um, coming-of-age films. It's all just about that age, which is fair enough. Yeah. But it was like the there's a scene in it when he's doing press-ups uh, and he's... Like, during the press he does, like, two or three, and he goes, no, no, you're not that. And, like, I've been there. I've been, like, yeah. you think, yeah, I'm going to do this workout, and then you're like, no, I'm not that guy. I can't do that. <laughs> and, like, I just, little bits like that I related to, and his view, and, like, there's a scene early on in the bathroom, mm-hmm. which I just related to how he dealt with that situation. He, You could tell he wanted to do anything he could to help in that situation. He knew that he needed to help. He was obviously a trusting person, uh, but he was just so awkward about it. He was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to... So, like, I just appreciated what it was saying about just being open with people. I had the same thing with Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, which I watched this month as well. It's just about being open with people and talking honestly. And um, I don't know. I think these sorts of films are like an appreciation of humankind yeah. in a way that you don't always get. Mm-hmm. So things like Peanut Butter Falcon as well is that sort of thing. Yeah, it's quite similar to that. Yeah. And the... Uh, the daughter, Lola. She's brilliant. She's uh, autistic in the film. Yeah. And she's autistic. autistic. Yeah, in real life. I didn't mention yeah. that in my uh, review. I started to. And actually, I was thinking, well, I don't... It's, it shouldn't be a... No, no. You want to, to normalise it, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she was fantastic. She was really watchable. Um, every time she's on screen, I was like, oh, she's Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Thinking about it, that might be my favourite film of the month. Of the month, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it would oh, be cl- It's very close. What am I saying, Alice? Because I watched Top Gun this month. Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Did I don't I think you did. It? No, I think that was last month. End of last month I watched so I'm it. I'm going to go Top Gun Maverick, and then I'm going to go... What else have I watched this month quickly? Yeah, and then Cha-Cha, Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Yeah. I think Cha-Cha Real Smooth is my uh, favourite four-star of the month. But, like, I'd love it. I'd love to say... If someone was to say, what film would you recommend that's come out this year? I'd say Cha-Cha Rose Smooth. Yeah. Because 
your Top Guns and your Doctor Stranges and your... People are going to just watch People are going to see it, yeah. So Cha-Cha Rua Smooth is something that, like, you just... It's... I can't wait to watch it again already. I can't wait to show people. It's one of those that I want to go, watch this film, it's so good. And it's just... Um, I very rarely describe a film as this word, but it's beautiful. Ah. You know? It's, yeah. like, just, like, really nice... I should have just left it a beautiful because yeah, really nice is worse. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Cha Cha, real smooth, really nice. Really nice. Um, a couple of things here I just want to point. I wanted to create your quick opinion on any anecdotes. Queen, Queen's Jubilee, you were there. I was there. Yeah, not not. Com- I mean, kind I of by choice, but not completely. Yeah, I didn't know you were such a. I'm not. I mean, you know me well enough, so no, I'm not. But my um, my mum was going, and she didn't. She was going with my auntie and my cousin. She was yeah. like, "Come along, it'll be a really good day. I don't want to go on my own." And I was like, "Uh," and then she went, "I'll buy you a train ticket. You don't have to pay anything. Just come. I just want to. I just want someone to go with." I was like, "Fine, uh-huh. I'll go." Yeah. So we went, and it was like, it was fine. It was a f- like, you know, the best bit was seeing the protesters getting walked up the mile, and yeah. Um, it was fun. Do you have any parties? Jubilee parties? Yeah, yeah. No, I saw you that weekend. We you had an, we went to an event, um, but no, I didn't. That was the closest I got to a jubilee party. Even though it wasn't jubilee, really. You watched it on TV, the concert, I suppose that is. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I didn't watch it live. I watched clips just of who I was bothered about. Yeah, yeah. Brian May messed up his "Don't Stop Me Now" solo. I know. Really? So, yeah, yeah. And um, something you've got here is Glastonbury. That's the you know yeah, along Glastonbury with just finished. Yeah. Um, I annoy I think I annoy people because every time it's mentioned I go oh yeah I've been twice yeah and you say who's been on go on listen who's who's been on who you seen at Glastonbury who have I seen Ugh. I don't want to mention it but uh, <laughs> get his fingers out <laughs> Blur Stevie Wonder uh, Snoop Dogg uh, Shakira and her hips are very honest <laughs> <laughs> then we've got F- Florence and Machine uh-huh. Was got, that the one that she took her top off? The famous one? Not that I recall. That she I was replaced? Quite, I was there quite late because I'd, I'd just been to see um, what what they're called. <laughs> you know, Mumford oh, no, yeah. and Son. Right. Which was their, the gig that made them famous. Oh, ah, right. And I walked back and she was singing with Dizzy Rascal. Oh, I don't think it was. There was one that Florence headlined when I think she replaced the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Was it Aerosmith? I was at Glastonbury when Michael Jackson died. I was backstage at Palantini, not Palantini. I nearly blew your mind then, didn't I? Yeah, What's that uh, guitar player with really long dreads? No, uh, Rogers? No. It's quite, um, I should try and sing one of his songs. Ziggy Marley? No. White. Uh... And he, he, he just, he's mad with guitar. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't even know what to Google. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we were backstage because I don't know why we were. Yeah. Um, and then my brother all night was like, you can't be. Because this was in 2009 before smartphones. Yeah. Um, and even in the tent at like 5am, he was like, you can't be dead. I was like, well, just the news. <laughs> and they were just playing um, Michael Jackson everywhere you wow. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, this year, it was really good. I yeah. Thought. I didn't watch... A good variety. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, his was really good. Yeah. Very, like, almost cinematic, really. Theatrical, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But B- Paul McCartney, was good. Been over a washout. Generally, yeah. until... Until Dave Grohl and Bruce yeah. Springsteen came out and I about lost my shit. And I wasn't even there. If I was there, I think I'd have died. Yeah. Billy, did you see any of Billy Eilish's? I did. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the vibe of it. Yeah, I love flicking summary. between the screens. Even and... the BBC coverage is all very... Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's a bit like the Wimbledon thing where you just stick it on and see whatever's on. Yeah, exactly. You flick uh, through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? I'm looking at like event things you've watched that aren't like, you know, because you've... Planet Earth BBC Orchestra Special. What's that then? I mean, I could probably guess, but... <laughs> yeah, what do you think it is, mate? Is... I imagine they played Planet Earth, but the orchestra were playing the music. Yeah, it was the BBC Orchestra, yeah. Right. It was beautiful, yeah. It's only yeah. like five minutes I watched it. And then they, you know, like the last 10 minutes where they do the behind the scenes, that's yeah. the main bit I caught. I was like, oh. mm. Problem is I have is that Sarah loves animals, but hates seeing them fighting or in pain. 
which is basically um, every episode of Planet Earth. Of, of, yeah, of any nature documentary, yeah, yeah. it's all about fighting and them. Um, remember in Planet Earth when that uh, elephant lost its way? Yes. Oh, that was sad. Devastating. Or the one, do you remember the one when there was the lizard in the sand and the snakes were coming out mm, of the rocks? Yeah. That's one of the, honestly, God, one of the best things I've ever watched. I just like the music, the intensity, the way it was shot. It was like so, it was like a horror film. It was incredible. Imagine that with, with, an, orchestra. with an orchestra. That's is that what, what this is? Ah, the Planet Earth BBC Orchestra Special. That's what that means. Come on, Matt. Come on, mate. <laughs> You're better than that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I've got a question. About the boys. This is a TV show, not just... I'm not yeah, being... Yeah, not the lads. Yeah. Yeah. I've never watched it. Question one, do you like it? Uh-huh. Generally. Yes or no? Yes, I do, yeah. Question two, sell it to me, because I'm not that bothered. Yeah, I don't... It's hard to sell it to you, because I don't think you'd be that bothered. Ah. It's... But let me try. It's superheroes... Mm-hmm. That are owned by a company. Yeah. And it's all very corrupt. But the nature of it is that anybody can be a superhero. The strongest superheroes are the people who are going to be the headlines. So essentially, what if Captain America, they wanted Captain America to be the face of the Avengers. They want him to lead it. But he's a massive knobhead who wants to kill people. And he's a maniac. And that's who they all are. So it's very meta. It takes the piss out of Marvel and DC and all of these other superhero worlds. It's quite sick, isn't it? It's really, yeah, it's really like, it's, there's a lot of blood, there's a lot of guts, there's a lot of sex. It's mm. very, it's like Game of Thrones, but superheroes. It sounds good. It's, I love it. And it like does some really like interesting things. And Carl Urban, who plays the butcher, is absolutely brilliant. I mean, they all are. Everyone in it is so good. Yeah. Um, I'd say watch the first episode. And if you're not sold in the first episode, it won't be for you. I well, was sold in the first episode. I have a problem with that because I, I've named myself one episode Gareth. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not a very good nickname. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But the reason being is that I watch a lot of TV shows, one episode, and I never go back to it. Everyone says, oh, you need to watch this. I'm like, yeah, I watched one episode in 1998. <laughs> um, I don't often finish TV series. Sopranos, Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MasterChef Australia I've just finished that nice but that took me a year uh-huh. so yeah I will, I'll definitely give it a one episode watch so I guess you've just finished the- I think like like Obi-Wan for example you've stayed up to date with that yeah I haven't known you do that since I've known you really with anything else I've not known that since I can't do his impression I, don't, I haven't even <laughs> tried before what's his Alec Guinness uh, I've never heard you no, done that since no, that's really bad I haven't uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you, is that his thing? No. That since these are not the droids you are looking for. Yeah, we need to work on impressions because not. No, not great. Not very no. good. Don't try it. I can do the you know you and McGregor. Go on then. Hello there. Hello there. I felt that, that was quite that good. good. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, yeah, I, what, what was your point? And my point. Oh yeah, you stayed up to date with everyone. Yeah. Which I haven't known you do with like, for example, the Marvel shows. Like you've watched yeah. them, yeah. but haven't stayed with them. And mm-hmm. so I think with Obi-Wan, you obviously watched that first episode. If you were bored, you would have gone, nah. Surely. I would like that with Boba Fett until you and my brother said, keep going. Yeah. And yeah, did. it's worth it for those episodes. Yeah. However, controversial, but I think Star Wars TV is better than Marvel TV. No, I'm with you. Even though Boba Fett was not good. Well, I think... There was part of it. Star Wars' future is in TV. Yeah. Although the films sound good. The next film was Taika. Taika Waititi. So... um, But, like, Halo Episode 1, you've only done the first episode, it says here, of Halo. Yeah, I'm not going to go back to it. You're not going to go back to that. There you go. So try the boys, see what you think. (laughs) I will try the boys too, I think. (laughs) The TV show. Um, yes I suppose one of the f- we've got 10 minutes mm-hmm. so one of the premises we put in place here is that we're going to have an hour whatever happens that's when we stop yeah we just cut it we don't sign it no off. edits this is what it is yeah filmed in, the, in front of a live studio audience make some noise live studio audience woo that was Alice being uh, a live studio audience <laughs> when I okay 
It probably, I think that probably could have passed for have, yeah. the live studio audience. And still, only one person though. Yeah. When does um, how many people do you have to have for an audience? Three's a party. Three's a crowd. Oh yeah, four's a party. Four's a party. Five's an audience. I'd say so. If I'm performing in front of five people, I'd go. There wasn't much of an audience. If I performed for the three people, I'd go, no audience showed up. But five, I'd be like, there wasn't much of an audience. No, three's, no a crowd showed up. Oh, yeah, a crowd. That's... Four? Oh, bloody party showed up. Is a, <laughs> is a crowd better than an audience? Because, like, if you're performing at a concert, there's a crowd. Mm. Which has I'd more ra- people at a theatre show. I'd rather a party than an audience. Yeah. Audience, you've gotten big. Yeah. Filmed in front of a live studio crowd. <laughs> Jesus, there's about three million people there. <laughs> yeah, no, just the, just the three. Just. The- <laughs> um, I want to talk about what do I want to talk about? Jurassic World. Do you know what the people I've spoken to, yeah. work colleagues mainly, <laughs> they liked it. What the new one? Yeah, Potter liked it. Who we went with? He did. Yeah, yeah. So I think it is um, general. If you're not that bothered. If you actually don't care about film if anyway. If you don't care about film, you'll love Jurassic World <laughs> that's, Dominion. That's alienating us from anyone who watches this. People you'll people like things. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of, you know, everything everywhere all at once, for example. Uh-huh. We, as film lovers, liked it. Yeah. Weren't absolutely obsessed with it as a lot of film critics were. Film critics absolutely loved everything everywhere all at once. But then I know if I showed that film to maybe my parents, they might enjoy it, but they'd probably go, what are you sharing? This is some, you know, film lovers film. Not a, so. I think what it is. So, you know, films like The Meg. Yes. Any Jason Statham film, really. Yeah. Uh, The Rock, you know, going in. This is just going to be entertaining. I don't mm-hmm. really care about anything else. Yeah. That's the kind of film Jurassic Park is. But I didn't want it to be that. So it was my expectations. I wanted it to be, have some sort of... Yeah. Um, how Star Wars have treated Obi-Wan. That sort of... It's a legacy um, of the, how, how I felt from But Jurassic I think Park. equally the Meg knew how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Whereas this didn't feel like it did. I, I think my biggest problem still, thinking back to it, is that it was a film about locusts invading crops. Yeah. How, how boring. Like, what? Imagine if some independent studio tried to sell a film. Come see my film. It's about locusts invading crops. I'd avoid that like the plague. So like, to have it... Plague. Like, yeah. So to have it in a Jurassic World film... Mm-hmm. Nah. Just wasn't it. What would you... What If you were to make it... What would be the plot? I mean, the idea that it's dinosaurs around the planet, that's exciting. The trailer looks so good. Yeah. Do you know when they were like roaming through like uh, the plains? Of... On a horseback. Yeah. Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. And then them going through the cities. Mm-hmm. It looked beautiful. It looked like planet Earth. But when you like say that, it sounds like, oh, okay, they know what they're doing. They know this is a film about dinosaurs. So why would they make a trailer that just doesn't sell the film as what it is. If they know that's what people want to see, yeah. why not make that instead of... I think that that's like my only answer is that I'd have it as a film about dinosaurs survive, living with us, which at the end they kind of go, now dinosaurs will have to live with us. And it's like, well, it would have been good if... Isn't that what happened at the end of the last film? Yeah. Uh, Back to square one. I think, to be honest, the whole thing is just tainted Jurassic Park. That's a big... Really? So when you next watch Jurassic Park, you're not going to enjoy I'll it? think, well, I know where this goes. Yeah, I kind of, I think I'll just forget about it. I think so. Give it a, give it a little while. Mm. But imagine if it, Jurassic Park existed, I think I've said this before, but somewhere, but Jurassic Park, imagine if it existed on its own and there was no sequels, there was none of this. Like Lost World people like, I prefer Jurassic Park 3. I think Jurassic Park 3 is fun. Mm-hmm. But imagine if it was just the first one. Be so good. Alas, there well. There well. Have you got any f- other ones? We've got five minutes now. Cut the, the 
clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Um, apart from the fact that you've watched Surf's Up, and look, this is big for anyone who watches, who watches, who listens to talk about. I mention Surf's Up all the time, so I don't, you know, every five to ten seconds. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, and uh, you know, it's not that it's because it's a thing; it's just because I love that film. So you have watched Surf's Up. We had a little bit of a chance to talk about it, but did you enjoyed it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I can see why you love it because mainly because it's a surfing film. Yeah. And it gives... I can imagine anyone of surfing would love it. Yeah. Because it's, that's what it's all about. It gets the, the vibe, yeah. The love of surfing. Mm-hmm. It's the classic, you recommended it too much. That played a factor. Yeah. But I still Sorry enjoyed it. Yeah. You didn't tell me too much, only that it was like a, a fly-on-the-wall documentary yeah. type of style. I think best case scenario is that you enjoyed it. I did four. I gave it four. I think four. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. That's good. I wouldn't have put it in my best films of all time. No, probably top two hundred, maybe. Top two hundred films of all time. I've watched according to Letterbox thirteen hundred. Okay, I'll take top maybe 200, two hundred. Maybe three hundred. No, no, you've said two hundred. Now there's no going back on that. Five hundred. <laughs> it's in my top thirteen hundred films. <laughs> it's one of the films I've watched. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Uh-huh. Of all the films you've watched, Surf's Up is one of them. You can't ask. Uh, you, can't, you, can't, that, can you, really? you can't argue with that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I have watched it. I'm glad I have. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you're glad. You're- I'm very glad you have because I just, I love it mainly because people haven't seen it and I want people to see it. I want it to be. It's your big sell. Yeah, it did really well on Netflix when it came to Netflix. And I can only assume that's because of me, so you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's been watched five times. Yeah. <laughs> by me. Yeah. <laughs> Four yeah. times by me and once by you, sorry. Um, so we're coming to the end now. We are. Do you like how I've self-edited us as we've gone along? I, I do, yeah, yeah. going, you know. Here we go, next thing. Yeah. This is what I'm good at, you know. Mm-hmm. Cutting you off. Long names. <laughs> No. Get off. Timing. Timing. All about it. You're really good at timing. Timing. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> what we thought we'd do, because isn't it? We'll see how this goes. Yep. We'll go, a film club. So we did a YouTube, right? And we did a film club, done one episode so far. Yeah. We will do more. Or we better anyway, because I've got films uh, lined up. Yeah, yeah. What did we do? We did The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Went really well. Go on our YouTube channel. Um, and so I thought this would be a good chance to recommend or make you watch something in the next month that you haven't yes. seen. The difficulty is now that you've seen a lot. The last few years, you've really caught up. So the film club as well, to clarify, do you have to watch it too? Because that's what the film club is on YouTube. Only if you want content, mate, but I don't have to. Because I think... If we pick something that both of us have to watch, then you're not going to pick something that we've watched recently. No, 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 no. So it's going to be something we both, you know... I had an option in my head going into this, but mm-hmm. it's changed. Okay. It is changed. And so it's my pick, because you picked The Gentleman. Right? Yeah, it's your pick, yeah. The, so next time we meet, yep. the next episode of this podcast, uh-huh. we're going to talk about what you thought of it. And maybe we'll do a video, who knows. Uh-huh. Uh, so the film club, the Focus Film Club this month is Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Okay, yeah, nice. I love it. And everyone likes that. And if you haven't seen it, then what are you doing? I've got to give it again. I don't even know if it's on something. Is it on something? I can have a look because then if anyone wants to join us, they can. So uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit is on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus. get it on Disney+, Plus if you want to join in and let us know what you think. Um, what was I going to say? I've just seen a film here that's logged on Letterboxd. You logged it? No, no, it's like on Letterboxd. Yeah. It's called Mrs. Doubtfire versus Sister Act versus Dirty Harry. It's three minutes long. The San Francisco Film Society asked the Angulo brothers to put three San Francisco-based films together for one mashup short. That's got to be on YouTube, isn't it? And, I mean, it's got to be. I hope so. Wait, hello! Oh dear, would be Mrs. Doubtfire's bit. There's the cover for you. You really need to work on your um, impressions. Impressions, yeah. I thought that was quite good. No. Hey, hello, dear. Um, 
We probably should have mentioned things like our reviews and... Because it's a focus film podcast, isn't it? Yeah. We could put it in the closing credits. Yeah. Um, BS, what do, what do you think of your, your second B? I, I mean, I've had the first B before, haven't I? And it's and it's always an absolute delight. I'm not going to lie. Um, to be a tipsy. Thanks for listening. We have been Ellis Barthorpe and Gareth Bradwick. You can follow us on at Focus Film Blog on Instagram and read new reviews on focusfilms.online. With thanks to Charles Whitcomb for the theme music. 